Gary Golston. When when you turn, when you find your place there in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, hold your place there and fast forward to 1 Peter chapter 2. Fast forward to 1 Peter chapter 2. Did you fast forward to 1 Peter? 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. He said the word of God is incorruptible seed. The word is incorruptible seed. That word cannot be corrupted. And it will never fail. You see why you got to stand on the word? As long as you stand on the word, it's incorruptible and it has to produce a harvest. And we're born again by that same word. Which makes me incorruptible. I'm not talking about the flesh me. I'm talking about the spirit. Incorruptible. Which liveth and abideth forever. Oh, y'all don't get it. <laughs> I'm going to go on back to Hebrews. <laughs> Whew, if you, I mean, if you just get a revelation of that, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll set you on fire. All right. Hebrews 4, 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Even to the divining asunder of soul and spirit. Now this was the crux of our message. That uh, only the word can separate soul and spirit. Only the word. Only the word can separate soul and spirit. And we talked about people being deceived. Because they were operating out of the soulish realm. Thinking they were operating out of the spirit. Because the word says walk in the spirit. And you not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Or I put it this way. Walk in the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the soul. The soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, and my imagination. My mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, and my imagination. Why do you think some of the most educated people in the world don't believe in God? You got plenty of educated people who are, who do believe in God, but you got a whole, the vast majority of them don't because they're being led by the soul instead of by the spirit. And they can't tell the difference. That's why some of those same people go to Hare Krishna and Buddha and Islam and all these other places because they're being led by the soulish realm, their mind, their will their emotions, their intellect, and their imagination. It's ruling them. And only the, only the word of God, the incorruptible word of the living God can separate the two. You can't. Did you hear what I said? You can't. I can't. Only the word can. So you have to go back to the word. Whenever there's an impasse, whenever, you, whenever you're, you're at a point of, I don't know which way to go. I think it ought to be this way. 
I believe it will be. God said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. Don't try to think through what I said. <laughs> you can't think through what I said. Because what I said is beyond your intellect. You're trying to reason something that you don't know nothing about. I told you, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Oh, I don't need that. I can watch TV. I can look at Creflo. I can look at Doc Price. I can look at Bishop Jakes. I don't have to go. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. I said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. You think you know more than I do. Watch this. I'm not going to allow you, God speaking, I'm not going to allow you to receive from Creflo, from Dr. Price, from Bishop Jakes, from Bishop Long. I'm not going to allow you to receive from them on television what I told you you're going to get when you assemble. So I don't care what you get. You will never get what you get by assembling yourselves. Ooh. Ooh. So, watch this now. So he said, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Of soul and spirit. That's so important because now the, the spirit man, we told you about the soulish man. He, he's comparatized of your, your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination. Now your, now your spirit man is comprised, comprised of faith, hope, prayer, praise, and worship. So wait a minute. My mind and my will and my emotions, these are all active. Prayer, praise, and worship are all active. And they have power beyond your mind, your will, and your emotions. Hmm. And so does hope. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for or earnestly desired. Hope has power and force. In fact, you cannot have faith without hope. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if there's no hope, there can be no faith. It has power also. But we try to align it with the soulish, my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, my imagination. You know, uh, my, my mind, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a great thinker. He was a dummy. My will, I will not believe that. That sounds like foolishness to me. That's what the Bible said you'd say. He said you'd say before you was ever born. Then you came and said it. He said it's foolishness to them. He said foolishness to them. My emotions drag me around. That's why you have most divorces are because of emotions. I don't like what you did. I don't like what you said. And I sure don't like who you did it with. So your emissions, your emotions, they just... They just drag you to and fro, back and forth, in and out. My intellect. Oh, boy. You see the degrees I got? Look at my wall. 
I'm somebody. Do you know when that person dies with all their degrees, they go out naked, just like the guy that he went to school. And they don't bury no papers with them. Amen. You, you, you just gone. So all your intellect, it can't match up to praise. Praise <laughs> brings you into the presence of Almighty God. He said he seeks such to worship him. He wants worship. He said men ought always to pray and not to faint. And without faith it's impossible to please him. Notice something. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He just gave me this. Everything in the soulish realm is directed to you. Everything in the spiritual realm is directed to him. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, your imagination, it all points to you. Faith, hope, prayer, praise, and worship all points to him. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we got to get these things in their proper, proper place. Otherwise, we'll always be left out. Turn to Proverbs 3. Proverbs chapter 3. I'm going to be fast. I'm going to be fast. I promise. Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your soul. No. No. With all your heart. And do what? And lean not unto your own understanding. Lean not to your own soul. Lean not to your own soul. Lean not, oh God, to your own understanding. That's your thinking process. So don't lean on that. Don't lean on that. You're about to fail. You're about to fall. You're about to mess up. You're about... <laughs> okay. I said, I'm going to be fast. Let me move on. Isaiah 55. You know what that one says too, don't you? You know what that one says, right? Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Oh my goodness. My thoughts are higher than yours, and my ways are higher than yours. <laughs> Lean not. And then 2 Corinthians 10, 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I'm going to give you the kicker in a minute. You, you get ready to get kicked. Get ready. I'm going I'm I'm to I'm drop it on you shortly. Real sh shortly. I'm going to drop it on you. So, see, this, this will help people. And, and, and it's unfortunate that most of the pe people who need the help ain't here to hear the help. Okay. Second Corinthians 10, 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So no matter what you think, take it to the word and find out if it lines up with the word. If it doesn't line up with the word, cast it down. It doesn't matter what you imagine. Take it to the word 
lining up against the word. If it does not line up with the word, cast it down. That's called imagination and thought management. God said you need to manage your imagination and your thoughts. Remember Philippians says, think on these things. He's telling you what to think because it's a dangerous thing for a human to think on his own. Oh, Lord Jesus. Preach that thing, boy. Okay. I'll preach. It's a dangerous thing. Dangerous thing. For you to be left to yourself to just think stuff. Because some of the things you think you thought, you didn't think them. The enemy has no, no entree to your spirit, but he has all the entree to your soulish realm. He'll make you think that you thought what he told you to do. It's all over. We need to jump out that window right now. And you think you thought it. My God. You thought that was your thought. That wasn't your thought. The, even the flesh recoils against death. The flesh fights death. The flesh understands death and hates it. So it wasn't your spirit. And it wasn't even your soul. It was an outside influence that told you to jump off that bridge. So you need imagination and thought management. And that's called meditation. That's how you, that's how you manage your imagination and your thoughts. We'll get into that next time. Now watch this. Hallelujah to Jesus. What time I got? Okay, I got a little bit of time. I don't have much, but I got a little bit. Now, look at Proverbs 16. I did this this morning. All right, Proverbs 16. Watch this now. Anybody here got an Amplified Bible? Anybody got an I know. But, oh, go ahead, girl. You're going you're gonna to turn. You got it? You got it? Proverbs 16, you got it? Oh, it's not in that one. Okay. You need a big one. You need a big one. You got it, you got it in Proverbs 16? Okay, well, wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, read it from, from the King James first. Proverbs 16, 32. Are you there? He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Now that word spirit there should be the word soul. Because you don't rule your spirit. Your spirit came from God. And your spirit is the real you. Hallelujah. But your soul. But your soul. Now watch this. Let me read it that way. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his soul than he that taketh a city. So if you can rule your soulish realm, your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination, you are more powerful than a guy who can take a city. My God. You have the power because you're in control. And I mean, one of the biggest things is your emotions. You can get in control of them emotions, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, brothers are bad enough, but you ladies got it. You got it. You got it going on. You got it going on with them emotions. Okay? Okay? Y'all get mad because he didn't say something. Forget about what he did say. You get mad because he, he should have said this. <laughs> Amen. Amen. See? <laughs> 
I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> okay, you got that in the envelope? No, he, he, has a, he has a microphone for you. All right, you can hold it for All right. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. He who rules his own spirit than he who takes the city. You have all the control if you just learn how to control your soulish realm. If you learn how to control that, you got it going on. Remember 3 John 2? Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. So your prosperity in the area of, of finances and in health is directly connected to learning how to control your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination. If you're not in control of those, your health is at risk. Your finances are at risk. Do you know what he's saying? Beloved, I wish about, why are you talking about something else? I wish above all things that thou wouldest prosper and be in health. Prosper and be in health. Remember I told you that the devil's biggest realm of, of, of uh, influence in our lives is through finances and health. If he can't make you sick, he won't make you poor. If I can't get your health, I'm going to get your money. But God has given us a means whereby if we develop, if we develop our soulish realm, he can't get it. Can't get my health and he can't get my money. He said, that, that sounds crazy to me. That's because you don't believe it. Say, I believe it. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn, turn quickly, turn quickly to Hebrews. Turn quickly back to Hebrews. Hebrews 5 this time. I'm almost done, almost done. Now watch this. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles, first principles, first principles, the foundation stuff of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age or mature, even those who by reason of use, reason of use, reason of use, have their senses or their soulish realm, their mind, their will, their emotions, their intellect, and their imagination exercised or trained to discern both good and evil. Have your senses trained to discern both good and evil. Well, why do I have to have my senses trained? So that when something comes at you that will cause emotion to rise, you can say, wait a minute, that doesn't line up with the book. I'm trained that I don't go fly off the handle because my emotions get all bent out of shape. I don't go fly off the handle because I don't agree with something. I got my emotions trained. I got my mind trained. I hear something that disagrees with this word. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me go back and check the book. 
and never be ashamed to go back and check the book. See, folks can, can make, I mean, they can, such great orators, they get up and they speak these flowing words, you know, and you just be moving with them, you know, you just be flowing with them, you know, you say, oh, whoa, he is wonderful, wait a minute, you better go check it with the book, because he just might be lying, it just might be, not be in the book, it just might be something that sounds good, but it don't line up with the book. So you got your mind trained, wait a minute, I, I tell people all the time, my mind is trained like the Bible. When folks say stuff to me, I start searching the scriptures. I, 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 I don't remember that. I, I, I ain't saying you're wrong, but I don't remember that. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to go check the book, see? You're trained. You got to train yourself that way. Train yourself emotionally. Train yourself with your mind. Train yourself with your will. Before you go spouting off what you will and will not do. A lot of times, we cut off our nose to spot our faces because of our will. I said, and see, so you spread it among other people. If he ever does this, I'm out of there. Oh, really? You set your will, and now you're obligated because you told other folk. And even though you know you're wrong, I got to do it because I done told these folk that if he does this, I'm out of there. You set your will. That's why you, you, you need to button it. You just button it up. It's better than not say anything. Amen. Only folk who have to apologize are the ones who already... Because apologizing hurts. It's painful. It's painful to have to go back and tell somebody you were wrong. It's painful. Amen. So just zip it up. Just hush. And you want to do that. So, you can, so, so he says here that... Now watch this. He said these are the fundamentals. These, this is the basic stuff that you have to have your, 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 your soulish realm trained. This is basics. How are you going to go teach somebody else? That's what he said. When you should be teaching somebody else, you need to go back. Mm. Amen. See, there's, there's plenty of folk out here that... Uh, Deserved a good cussing out. Oh, they deserved it. Big time. They was wrong as 14 left shoes. All of them trying to go on the right foot. It was just as wrong as they could be. And I knew they was wrong. And they deserved a good cussing out. But I got myself trained, so I won't do it. I got myself trained. I done had the finger... The left foot of fellowship. I didn't have it. You know, I had it all. I didn't had it all. I, I mean, you, you name it, I had it. Amen. I'm a, and it, it, it just, it just tra helped train you. You go, well, glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's what, that's what you do. Because <laughs> you know, that way you won't get in trouble. See, because if you don't have to apologize to them, you got to apologize to God. Well, <laughs> see, you can get by with it with folk, but then God, in the middle of the night, when you snuggle all down up in there, you know, and I mean, it's warm, you got you a good spot, say, Alice, 
and you know instantly, you know instantly, you caught, you caught as soon as you hear Alice. Oh God. And it's hard. It's hard. I'm sorry. You, he don't have to say nothing. You say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me, Lord. I'll go tell him about I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you know, why go through that? Why go, why go through it? Why go through it? Amen. Amen. Okay. So, hallelujah. Where's my time? All right. All right. So, you got to have these things exercised. Okay? Now, watch this. Hallelujah. Remember, I gave you this one before. Uh, Psalm 17, Psalm 17. Only got a few more. Now I'm going to quit. Then I'm going to quit. Psalm 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. And we, we never left being rooted. We never left being rooted. This is all talking about being rooted. See? All right. Psalm, Psalm 17. Psalm 17, are you there? Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips... I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Four, verse four, verse four. Listen, listen to it again. Concerning the works of men, the works of men, by thy word, by the word of thy lips, from our God's lips, or Jesus' lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Did you see that? Concerning the works of men, concerning the works of men, what men may do to me, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. So in other words, even though the person was wrong, based on what I spew out, because of what they did, I'm setting myself up for the destroyer to mess me up. That's why I said, well, glory to God. As that has to be your response. Like I said, they deserve the good cussing out. But see, had I done it, I would have set myself up for the destroyer to come in. And God can't protect me. Wow. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. You know that uh, Matthew talks about by thy words I will be justified, and by thy words I will be condemned. By your words. You know, you, you ever watch sporting events? It's always the guy who responds or retaliates who gets caught. You ever notice that? That's a principle. <laughs> That's a principle. That's a principle. The, the, the guy who did the dirt... The ref didn't see him. But when you turn around and punch them out for what he did, even though he was wrong, you don't want to get caught every time. Foul. Do you see what he did? No. I saw what you did. God does the same thing. He don't even look at what the other sucker did. It's your response. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I'm getting you ready. I'm putting you, getting you in position. See, I'm getting you in position to receive this stuff that God's got coming for you. See, I'm getting you in position. Get you in the position. Amen. I got to live it, so you might as well come on. Amen. I've had to do it. Oh, God, I've had to do it. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Woo. And it comes from the saints. 
You expect it from the eights, but when it comes from the saints, dear God, you know you want to, I mean, you want to talk a blue streak. And God says, hold your peace. Hold your peace. Hold your peace. You got to hold your peace. He's not telling you to hold your peace because they were right. He's telling you to hold your peace because the destroyer is waiting for you to mess up so he can come in. You get it? All right, you got it now. Praise God. <laughs> oh, glory. Hallelujah. All right, now, now, now. Here we go. I told you I'm coming to the punchline. I'm, 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 I'm there. I've arrived. I've arrived. Turn them to, 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 to Numbers 12. What time am I? Okay, okay. I'll do two minutes. Numbers chapter 12. This is so important. This is, oh God, this is so important. I don't understand why people miss this. So, and they miss it so bad. We're talking about exercising control over your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination. And you know, we got to add mouth. We're we going to put the mouth in there. Number 12, verse 1. And Miriam, you remember Miriam? Moses' sister? Sister, blood sister. I'm a girl. We grew up together, you know. And Miriam and Aaron, and my brother, blood brother, spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman who he had married. How are you going to marry that woman and bring her up in here? Come here, come here. Come to the mirror. Do she look like us? <laughs> okay? Talking, talk, spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. God don't play. He said it twice. He said it twice. Yeah, he married a black girl. Moses married a black girl. Okay? Now watch this. Verse 2. And they said, both of them, not just Miriam, Aaron, but see, the woman has more words. She, she has more words to say. Yeah, you know how that works. She got, she got more to say. So, so Miriam said more, but they both said it. Okay? And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And that next little verse, And the Lord heard it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. So the, the outcome of the story, we know that God said, uh, jumped all over them because they had no right to speak against God's servant for whatever reason. They started it. I believe this was just an excuse. The African woman that he married, I believe that was just an excuse. Because they were saying that, who do you think you are? God speaks to us just like he speaks to you. Who do you think you are? We can hear from God. We don't need you. And God heard it. So wait a minute. I'm a God of order. And I put one in charge. He's the one in charge. 
Yes, I speak to you and you and you and you and you and everybody else, but I'm holding him accountable and I'm going to speak to him to tell you. Hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> so God got on their case and the upshot of the whole thing is Miriam became leprous because she had more words. Aaron, you know, he just got in agreement with her because he figured we we going to co-pastor since as soon as we get rid of him. <laughs> we, we get rid of him, then we going to co-pastor, you know, me and, me and Miriam. Come on, Miriam, we gonna, we'll do this thing. No, but see, Miriam would have been in charge because she had more words. So anyway, God got to their case and he struck her with leprosy and uh, and Aaron being the coward that he is, he began to pray. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Forgive us, Lord, for we knew not what we said. <laughs> but notice that. God got upset because they spoke against the one that he had put in charge. Okay? And the one he put in charge, he told him what to tell them doesn't matter that he speaks to you too. He is not going to go against his word and his order. He's a God of order. So if he's a God of order, he's going to speak to the head that he made the head. Almost finished. Ooh, I got to go fast. Go fast. Go fast. Okay, go fast. Acts, <clears throat> Acts chapter 13, verse 1. I got to read. Uh, Y'all get to catch up with me when you get there. Now there was in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius and Cyre of Cyrene and Manian which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost departed unto Seleucia and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Now watch this. Don't miss this. I'm talking about exercising your senses so that you hear from God and you hear clearly and you make sure that it lines up with the book because if it doesn't line up with the book, it's not God that you heard. The word said there's many voices in the world and that you have to take it back to the standard. Take it back to the standard. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. And over in, 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 in the other book, it says, I am the Lord, I change not. Okay? Watch this. I don't know if you ever saw this before, but this is what the Holy Ghost showed me. He said, I said to the leaders of this church, separate Barnabas and Saul for the work that I called them to. How come he didn't tell Barnabas and Saul? I submit to you that he did tell Barnabas and Saul, but Barnabas and Saul didn't move until the head until the head told them God said to me now go anybody going without the head telling them that I said the Lord spoke to me and said yes it's time for you to go you're out of order I didn't put it in the book I didn't put it in there he said separate me Barnabas and Saul they was right there why didn't he tell them because he's a God of order and he said, I put them in charge, so I'm going to speak through them and tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you and not tell them. Amen. 
Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I'll give you two. I'm going to give you three. I'll amount to two or three witnesses. I'm going to give you a third one just to confirm it for you. Because this has to be seen. Because, see, people are being deceived. They think they're in the spirit. They're in the soulless realm. It's not God talking to you. Or if it is God talking to you, he didn't tell you for you to act. He told you so that you could wait until he tells the head to tell you. And the way you develop your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination is directly proportionate to your prosperity and your health. Oh. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. Familiar. But this is what the Holy Ghost showed me. I said, Lord. I said, Lord, I don't want to cause no trouble. I don't want to tell nobody nothing. You tell them. He said, no, that's what I called you for. Ooh. I said, I don't want to make no wage. You tell them. No, that's what I called you for. I tell you and you tell them. I said, ouch. Okay. Acts chapter 16. Are you there? Verse 9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, he who? He, Paul. Who's Paul? The head of his ministry? Immediately we. Immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for the preach the gospel unto them. What happened? They moved because Paul saw a vision and got a word from God. They didn't move and go over there to preach until Paul got it out of the mouth of three witnesses. Wayside, stony, thorny, and goody. Some brought forth 34, some 60, some 100. And persecution arises for the word's sake is coming because of the word that was sown in your hearts. It's up to you what you do with it. Whether you do something, whether you don't do anything. Whether you accept it or reject it. It's your will. You do what you will. Well, all I can do is I'm required to give you what the word says. That's what we did. Father, thank you for your word. We bless you, Lord. We honor you. We glorify you and magnify you, exalt your name forever, for you and you alone are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Father, that we are spirit beings. We have souls and we live in bodies. And we're so thankful and so grateful, Father, that you have our best interests at heart. But our, your ways are not our ways, and your thoughts are not our thoughts. We have to go back to the standard, go back to the way you set things up, and do it your way. No matter papo shele kutuba shele bede kete be shele begeya kokorose brese kupachiki de basabriako pakiya. Yes, sir. I understand that the Spirit of God, <laughs> He leads. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. He leads. He doesn't drive. He doesn't push. He doesn't force. He leads. He'll lead you into all truth. 
And we thank you for it and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.